Hey, this is Krista Fairbrother with Krista Fairbrother Yoga. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson and welcome to episode 274 with my awesome sauce, Aqua Yoga Sista, Krista Fairbrother. Uh, Krista was a farrier who put horseshoes on horses. And it was just wrecking her body, and she wanted to find a way really to kind of level up without too, putting too much strain on her body. And she kind of was always kind of practicing yoga, but then she kind of was introduced to aqua yoga. And now she takes what she was taught, paint it forward, and teaches people aqua yoga and how it can benefit and spill over into their everyday life and how it's just it's non-impactful. Uh, you, you don't really put your head under the water at all with Krista's practice, and we're going to get into all of that. I'm so blessed to have had this interview because it opened up my eyes to another version for me leveling up uh, my temple as well. So without further ado, here is my good friend, the Aqua Yoga Sista, Krista Fairbrother. Let's level up. Time to shine today, podcast varsity squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and you've heard me say how yoga really helped me level up, get past major injuries, internal being, uh, just really helped me level up. And I do all my land, my yoga on land. Okay, uh, my good friend here, uh, Krista Fairbrother from Krista Fairbrother Yoga. She's an aqua yoga coach and trainer who's passionate about helping people get fit and healthy. Krista's an internationally recognized expert in water yoga, published author and arthritis patient. She makes her home in Florida, yay, kind of my neighbor on the other side of the state, with her husband, two sons, and piles of books with tea stains. I love it. And her reminder to you is yoga, yoga's philosophy is pretty clear. If you can breathe and have a brain, you can do yoga. Being able to stick your foot behind your head is not a requirement. Trust me, I'm 6'1", I'm 260. That's probably never going to happen, and that's okay because there's so many other benefits. So, Krista, thank you for coming on. Welcome to the show. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast first and spot. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Turquoise. I knew you were going to say it. Yes. <laughs> You're because a water what color is the pool going to be, right? On I love it. Day, it's all about the turquoise. Which sign are you? Just curious. I'm a Capricorn. Okay. So all right. Very cool. Yep. Got it. Love it. Love it. So you're, you, you're dealing, you've dealt with and dealing with medical issues that yes. really keeps you from being a landlubber with, with yoga to the uh, point of you can only go so far without really hurting yourself. So I'm thinking that's what turned you to aqua yoga. Is there a story behind that or really made your uh, mind click? Yeah, it definitely. So like some people, I started yoga for not knowing anything about it and just for physical reasons, right? Mm -hmm. It's important to share that because lots of people have different reasons for, for starting yoga and every reason that you have is valid. I was a farrier 30 years ago. So for those people who don't know, a farrier is somebody who puts horseshoes on horses. Machines don't do that. Somebody still has to do that. That is not good for your back. And I'd heard somewhere that yoga was. So I signed up for yoga classes and I fell in love with it. Right. I changed careers. I went to England. I have a master's in museum education. I had a couple kids. 20 years later, I'm still doing (laughs) yoga. It's like, okay, this is fairly important to me. I signed up for yoga teacher training. When I did that, you'd mentioned I had some health problems. I had a lupus diagnosis, systemic lupus erythematosus, which is a systemic autoimmune disease. 
I was a little worried. It was like, oh, am I going to make it through yoga teacher training? I did okay. Mm-hmm. And I got a new diagnosis. It turns out I have a lot more arthritis going on, multiple kinds of arthritis. Wow. So I immediately thought, you know, the reason I've been able to do this for so long, I, you know, I was an athlete, I shot horses, Bakte, rode horses, you know, how have I managed to do this? It's really because of the yoga. And I gave the yoga practice the credit. I immediately went to yoga for arthritis teacher training. And there I met a fellow Floridian who was a yoga for arthritis trainer. And she said, Hey, I have this weekly wine yoga in the pool night. And I'm like, oh my God, why has no one ever told me about this? And I immediately signed up for the aqua yoga teacher training and the rest is history, as they say. And that's really now my specialty and what I've run with within the yoga community. What's some barriers with people coming to you with like, how can I get a deep stretch or, you know, cause asanas are made for, you know, to go deep and to con- not control your breathing, but just let breathing flow. Um, yeah. How, how do you handle those people maybe objection with that and also people that might be afraid of the water? Great question. So first off, if you're afraid of the water and you come to a Claudius class, my head bows to you. You are so brave because that happens more often than you think. A lot of people go and see a healthcare provider and they're told they need to do some exercise, but they have some other stuff going on and they want that kind environment of the water. So they show up to water exercise and they don't know how to swim and they're a little uncomfortable. So, you know, hats off to those people. So it's important to recognize that yeah. unlike, say, standing paddleboard, stand-up paddleboard yoga, where you have a very strong likelihood of falling off and going splash. Oh, every time. We keep, yes, all the time. We keep our head out of the water. So for those people who are a little scared about the water, we don't do headstand, handstand, scorpion, all those inversions. <laughs> down dog in the water. <laughs> no, no down dog. And, and ladies, they don't want to get their hair wet either. Oh, uh, gotcha. Now, yeah. Right? So it's a very kind and successful practice in that way for people who have that that little bit of timidness about the water. And and so knowing that it's like, okay, we can keep you comfortable there. If you're wanting a more aggressive yoga practice, you actually have to be a little careful in the water because we have some properties of the science of water we have to think about. And you actually have increased joint space when you get in the water. So when I say right, yeah. Yeah, your joint space, it doesn't get bigger than it ever was. That's not what I'm saying. It's that it restores your natural space. So you can potentially, in a stretch, go up to 30% bigger, stronger, harder, more than you would on land. So if you're a person who has a real aggressive practice, you can get in the water and surprisingly hurt yourself. And your pain reception Mm. is dampened in the water, right? That's what the hydrostatic pressure, that inward pressure everywhere does for you. It dampens your pain response. So you're not feeling that like, oh my gosh, I'm stretching to my end limit in the same way you put on land. Right. Yeah. So, so a little bit of having to be careful there for people who do want more as we would say. Right. Is there like levels to aqua yoga that you can kind of get to? Cause it's not a competition, but like, I, like I'm been practicing Ashtanga for, Yes, going on this November will be seven years. I'm only maybe three quarters of the way of the primary series of Ashtanga, yes. right? So is there yes. levels to aqua yoga? Okay, that's a great question. So for those people who, you know, maybe new to the yoga tradition and what yoga is, is there are different schools of yoga and some schools have levels like you're mm-hmm. expressing. I started yoga in Iyengar yoga, which also is a school of yoga that has a lot of levels. Right, right? series there, yeah, absolutely. Yes, so aqua yoga is no, there are no levels in the sense of you should be getting at the pool and practicing at your 
level. And given that your theme is all about leveling up, right? Mm -hmm. It's your leveling up for you and yoga should be what you internally need, right? It's not set by outside level a competition. It's not somebody else's determination of what you need in yoga. It should be about what you need. And, And in theory, all yoga is like that. But sometimes when we get in that place of competition or we're maybe kind of looking around off our mat if we're in land mm-hmm. you know in the pool we say stay in your lane right right <laughs> Keep literally. Your own practice. <laughs> literally right right so leveling up is really a self-determining thing for you you are in charge of your level and you should be working to the level you need wherever you're at love it love it and so when you do your teaching do you also do remote teaching at all if someone has a pool and you can follow along on their phone or their iPad or their laptop. Do you have that? Yeah, actually, that's a great. I'm like the, one of the few people in the world who has high-speed internet access in my backyard pool. Love it. <laughs> so I can actually help you. Like, if you're like, I want to do this at the pool, I can be in the pool live and show you one, oh, two, tech. If you're at the pool, you don't want your tech. You know, you don't want to take your little laptop out to the pool where right. it could get wet right so the pool itself is a fairly low-tech environment for most people so if you have audio instructions you can use or you watch a video you know at home in the confines of your desk where it's safe without tech you take notes you take those notes out to the pool their waterproof sequences are available you know whether they're laminated so they last forever so tech is a little bit of a barrier but yeah in this age of everything's gone digital Sure. I, you know, made it happen like everybody else. Love it. I love it. You, you, what do they call it now? Pivot. They used to call it shift. Now you shifted your, uh, we'll just call it shivet. You you did a shivet on that. That's awesome. <laughs> like, that I love could it. Go in other directions. I love it. That's real close to I love it. that we can all say about COVID <laughs> right now. I love it. So I want you to puff your chest here a little bit because you're fantastic. I watch your videos on YouTube. It's awesome. So what do you think makes a great yoga instructor, whether it's aqua or on the land? That's a great question. I think there's the ability to see what you have in front of you, synthesize your skills and your experiences, and be able to communicate what that person needs. Love it. So I am not here to tell you what, quote, I see as a yoga teacher and I think you need is I am there to serve you. So I need to know your goals, what's going on with you, what you need, and take everything that I've been trained and can offer and put it in service to you. Love it. And you're doing that through powerful questions, listening with all your senses. Cause yoga, you have to, yes. you know, I mean, Todd McLaughlin, he's my, uh, I call him my yoga coach, but you know, he is uh, a master yogi. And I just remember him asking the questions that actually made freaking sense for me. You know, yeah. it wasn't about, Hey, this is how we do it. And you have exactly. to follow along. He's like, dude, let's just find what your level is. You have any questions? And speaking of questions, when you're starting working with somebody one-on-one, is there any good question that you wish they would ask you but never do? That yeah, that's a really good question. So the one that I wish people would ask is tell me how this matters in my everyday life. Yes. Because that is what I'm all about. I told you I was a farrier for a long time. And Mm -hmm. I think that really helps drive, you know, why I like being a yoga teacher is yes, I want to help you in yoga. And yes, I want you to have a good time in yoga. But the reality is, is I want you to take the yoga and go home and be better in your life, be a better person, be more comfortable, be have more comfort, right? And so I want it always to be relevant. 
you know, you're not raising your arms in a pose because you're going to look amazing and make the cover of yoga journal. You're raising <laughs> your arms to build those muscles and get the stuff out of your top cupboard, right? When you make yes. the Christmas ornaments. So I wish people would ask more questions about, okay, you're giving me this great information. How do I make it relevant in my everyday life? Which Love I try it. to, you know, offer them because that's what I'm sure. driving at. But I wish more people thought of it from that perspective in the get-go. That's that's excellent. That, that's beautiful how it spills over and really helps you up, level up other parts of your life. Like you said, you're a farrier and it's like you could probably bend down and grab that horse's leg and bend it up and put the shoe on a little bit easier, you know, if you're really practicing. Um, So let me ask you something. I'm not going to say yoga gets a bad rap, but lymphatic system is is huge, you know, because your heart can pump blood and it can cleanse your blood, but your lymph system needs certain movements to um, like, okay, I, I rebound every morning for five minutes on a trampoline. Okay. Um, okay. And what I'm thinking, and you tell me if I'm wrong, but being a, in aquatic, being an aquatic yoga can actually help flush the lymph system because you're weightless in some parts of it, you know, because on a trampoline, you're weightless for at least a second when you're in the air or maybe half a second. But when you go down the trampoline, it's four times the gravity. So it's that that pumping action that pumps out the lymph system because that's the only way it can be cleansed. I was wondering, is aquatic yoga good for helping cleanse out the lymphatic system? That's an excellent question. And your observations on that are really interesting. So it is an excellent way to do it, but the science on it is a little different because we have the hydrostatic pressure of the water, right? The air is putting pressure on us, but we don't recognize it because it's so small, right? Right. You get in the water and think about that feeling you have is like, oh my gosh, I'm kind of like in a sock and I'm getting sucked in everywhere, right? Right. That greater density of the water is what's called the hydrostatic pressure. And it's making some physiological differences in your body. Your heart is working more efficiently, right? Because it's now got that pressure everywhere. That pressure inward everywhere is helping reduce any swelling. So a lot of what you're talking about from lymphatic drainage is maybe some pooling in your feet, right? Mm -hmm. Well, because your heart's working more efficiently, you don't have that going on as well as it makes your kidneys more efficient. You know, when you get in the pool and you're like, Oh my God, I have to pee. And I haven't been here very long. (laughs) It's everyone. It's not just you, everyone, because our kidneys are more efficient, right? So you're filtering everything faster in the water. And so you're getting the benefits similar to what you're talking about from the anti-gravity, but it's not really the reduced weight. It's that increase in pressure in the water. Wow. That, that educated me, man. I'm, I'm, that's some knowledge bomb right there. Knowledge nugget. I love that. I love it. So Krista, like how much do you appreciate your strengths that you have? Within oh, the field I've come of yoga. to appreciate them a lot. Yeah. I okay. mean, because at the end of the day, that's that's about all you got is your skills. Sure. Right. right. Yeah. How about your weaknesses? Got any? My weaknesses? So that is a great question because my journey through yoga, a lot of it has been about trying to develop some more self-compassion for myself. Because if you, we as yogis are thought of as very like empathetic, beautiful people, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, we're human just like the rest of us. I yell at my kids. I get annoyed when people cut me off in traffic, right? I tell people, I joke with my students, I don't do yoga because I'm good at it. I do yoga because I need it, right? It's like, I really need the yoga. So I have, in my yoga work, I have really worked on trying to develop more self-compassion for myself and my weaknesses and failures. And that in turn actually makes me better with everyone around me because I can have more compassion for everybody's failures and weaknesses. And we're all 
just human trying to do the best we can. And we need to have grace for each other. I I love that because not only a byproduct of, you know, the being relevant to real life, it goes back to that again. You know, it spills over into being able, like I've noticed with, I never had road rage, but I would yell at people in my car with my windows up, you know, and ever since early, uh, um, through pranayama and just the asanas that Ashtanga puts me in, it's like, I don't really give a shit, excuse my language. Like I did before, you know, I mean, trust me, I still get it, but it helps me control it. And you still care. You're still human. You still have emotions. Yeah. It helps you manage your reactions it flows. because like, yeah. you do a very challenging type of style of yoga. Mm-hmm. So when you're going through this, all these challenges, you know, you have to check in with yourself and take that pause of like, right. can I do this? Yeah, I can do this. Keep going. Yeah, I can do this. Keep going. And it's the same. Like when you're in the car with somebody, it's just like, okay, I have a better sense of what really matters and, and where I'm going to be in 10 seconds. And I don't need to lose my cookies with this person. Right. And, and to me, like yoga was humbling in a sense because I've always been a combat athlete. And it was like I, I really had to stand and maintain my lane on, on, on certain things. But at the same time, it, it, like I was getting um, maybe bored with it in a sense, right? But I would like, I would liken it to like, a, a locomotive like it takes so slow to get going but once it's going it's good so it's like i try to put my mind there sorry for rambling but i i just i love no, talking it's, to it's like inertia you can recognize in yourself right that, that your level of inertia is different than some other people's right you know? energy absolutely so have you seen the movie back to the future of course okay let's get in that delorean with marty mcfly let's go back to the 22 year old the double deuce the 22 year old Chris what kind of knowledge nuggets would you drop on her to maybe help her shorten her learning curve level up and blast through just a little bit I would say have confidence in yourself and advocate for yourself wow I think a lot of young women need to hear you are awesome you got this you're gonna rock it (laughs) right and is part of your practice when you're helping people not just with their physiological, but help them build up that mental flex, that mental muscle. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yoga has eight limbs and the poses is basically just one limb, right? There is a whole yoga philosophy that goes with it. And I, I frankly think, and other yogis do as well, that the reason yoga has lasted so long is not because of those poses. You know, you go to the gym and you do a burpee. Is it any different than yoga? No, we just give it a different name, right? Yeah. We, right. Don't, we don't do yoga because we got these amazing stretches. Right. We do yoga because <laughs> we're applying those amazing stretches in a context that helps you be a better person. Love and it. that's what really brings people back. Beautiful. I love it. So, yeah, it, it brings me back because it's like yoga to me. I almost think sometimes it's almost like golf, which I try to play golf where, you know, you hit that one good shot. It keeps you coming back. It's like I have a practice where I don't feel like it, but I just will sit, whether it's down dog or even Savasana, where I'm just like in corpse pose. Right. And just like, man, this was good. You know, it's yeah. like I want to come back and it releases physically the endorphins, but it also oh just gets that blood circulating. Thank you for saying that. So. Yeah how do you want your dash remember that little line in between your incarnation date and your expiration date, your life date and your death date. Hopefully it's a long way down there in your tombstone, but how do you want that dash remember? 
I want people to just really remember that I persevered. Okay. <laughs> that it's, you know, I like to think of myself as, you know, that I know you're going to ask about the music, but I'm not an 80s gal. The mm-hmm. you know, the Tub Something song, she gets back up, it's knocked down again, you know, mm-hmm. is, is just keep on keeping on. I love it. I love it. So you're like a 90s one, huh? You like no, that I'm 90s? I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> love it, love it, love it. Put it that I am older than I look. All right, well, okay, I'll give you that one. I'll be fifty in like thirty days, so yeah. I'm a, I'm embracing that and saying, "Bring it on!" I love it. Yeah. I love it. So, who then has had the most profound impact on your life or your career? That's really a great question, and I have to say that it's more. I haven't had that person that's been that impactful like my entire life. I've had people that were very impactful in slices Love it. because as you hear from my story, I've done some really diverse things. I've lived in different places. Right. So instead, rather than have that one go-to person is I really like to be as broad in where I'm currently at okay. and really take in who's there for me at any given time and really connect in that way. I love it. Step back and look different parts of my life, there's been something that showed up because I was open to it, you know, and I, just, you know, um, got my asking gear, if you will, you know, I really just started asking, you know, around and because I'm, I'm just been a curious kid. And luckily, my parents didn't tell me no that much, you know, because kids these <laughs> days are told no, by the time they're 13, like 135,000 times, you know, we're oh, born. I would think it'd be more than that. <laughs> yeah, probably. Right. So yeah. it's like, my dad, my dad would put the foot down, but he was like, all right, dude, this is why you're not getting that candy in the aisle, or this is why we're not doing this and stuff. So I love that. So if you didn't find yoga or yoga didn't find you, what do you think you'd be doing right now? Oh, I'd be making some bad choices. I would think. <laughs> might even be in a wheelchair with that arthritis well, and stuff. I was thinking, you know, yeah, it might, you it- never know. You never know. And that's why science, what makes science so hard, because, you know, you can't, uh, you can't go back and do it a second time on a human. Right. <laughs> so it's, what's the experiment? It's like, I have no control in, I mean, as a scientific concept of a control study. So yeah, I think that my life would be in not as good a place. I would have not as made as good of choices. I wouldn't be as stable, you know, emotionally in my family, in my physicality. So love it. Yeah. I think it's really helped me make some good life choices. <laughs> so that gap that comes between like yoga and other talents, what, what is in that gap? You know, like you have yoga, you have the spillover, but what do you feel is in the middle of that? Like me, I like, it's a, it's a hard question for me to even answer because there's like Arnold and bodybuilding, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and bodybuilding, and then what he did later in his life, whether you're a fan of his or not. But like, there's right. people that have did that. They're passionate about yoga, but led to something else. What within that gap between maybe pharaohing and yoga do you remember the most? Oh, in my international travel. <laughs> okay. Because yeah, because that. You know, when you and lots of people say this, this is, you know, a a common axiom is it just opens your eyes to the world. 
you know, I was born in America, I'd never left the country. And, you know, you hear on the news, all these amazing things and places. And I'd studied art history. So I'd looked at these amazing places and works of art for years. And then there's a really big difference to see it on a slide on a tiny little screen (laughs) and actually stand in front of a Van Gogh or, you know, isn't it? It's different. Is just hands down amazing. And so Mont Saint Michel, you know, it just blows you away. And, and it's what I love about you. And the, the reason why I kind of ask that question is a lot of people stick beliefs that they have that are really programmed by their tribe. You know, yeah. like beliefs are just like a poor excuse for not experiencing shit, you know, stuff. You know what I'm saying? Well, it's like you, right. you, you're believing in the something where you kept such an open mind throughout your life that you experienced the yogi, you experienced international travel and whatnot. And that's where I just like my part of my coaching, what I do is, you know, basically mindset, values, beliefs, breakthrough, you know, Definitely. and stuff like that. So I don't believe yeah. in, in holding back. That's why the whole thing is leveling up. We've actually live it at time to shine today, you know, yeah, is taking totally. it to the next level. So yeah. what is Krista's definition of a life well lived? Oh, that is a really good question. I think it's that you were brave and that you made those choices that you're that tiny little voice inside you was just like, you got to do this, you got to do this, you got to do this. And it's so easy for others to say, don't. <laughs> and you just, you, you, you make it happen. So like, for example, to do that international travel, I had to save up for two years and get a second job and sell everything I owned and find homes for all my horses and animals. And it was a process. And there was mm-hmm. so many times I could have said no. Yeah. And, and really when in talking with others, what it, it came to, I came to realize it was just like, no, I'm just, I'm the one doing this. Like everybody else would love to and wants to. And, and the only difference is I'm actually doing it. Right. <laughs> Why do you think that is? I, well, we all, we're all different people. And, but as you spoke to, it's what are we choosing to value and what choices are we making? And we're all on a different journey, right? If I am not saying like, if you're like, well, you crazy, there's somebody listening, you crazy yoga person. I can't sell everything I own and move to another country and all this. It's like, yes, I was single at the time. I didn't have kids at work. Sure. But, you know, we're all in our different place, but we all at every stage of our life have that little thing like, like, I'd love to play the cello. I'm making this one up, right? I have no sure. musical talent. So for me, it's not a music thing. But if that is your voice, what is stopping you? you right. know, there's no reason you can't rent a cello, borrow beliefs, a cello. Beliefs, though. Our, That's our, what I told you. Our library literally checks out musical instruments, right? Yeah. And so what is what is stopping you from doing that? The odds are it's not the person in the grocery store saying, well, you can't play the cello. Right. You didn't even have that conversation yeah. with them. Right? Yeah. It's you internally are the one saying, no, you you have no musical talent. Notice I've said that to myself. And so that one is one. It's like, yes, I am stopping myself from developing any musical yes. talent. Yes. No yeah, that's why is, I'm right? learning keyboard right now and I'm learning Spanish because I have right. to expand my mind. It's so just it's our us, belief, yeah. We are our own worst enemy a lot of times. Yeah, and I think that you're, I feel wholeheartedly uh, that you're sinning if you don't. And what I mean by that is the Greek word origination of sin, which is sinning, which means missing the mark, okay? So it's like, I believe that if you're not expanding and progressing and leveling the, you know what, up, that you're sinning. And I mean, you're put here with an ability to do stuff. And that's what my clients do, that they love me. You know, they hire me more or they fire me because that's why I believe because we're, you know, I fought for this country. So you could kind of have the opportunity to do, do what you want. 
Um, and like, I just, I don't get upset at them. I just want them to understand that, you know, your, your past does never define you. And that being realistic is the straightest, fastest road to mediocrity. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want people to level up and I appreciate this conversation so much. Time to shine today. Podcast varsity squad. We are back. And I got Christopher brother, my aqua yogi rock star, beautiful lady. And you've listened to a few of my shows. Um, and I really appreciate that. We're going to be in our leveling up lightning round and you and I will, will talk one day sometime and, uh, and we're going to like bounce stuff off each other and whatnot in live and in person. Can't wait to take one of your courses or classes in person, but you and I could talk in 15, 20 minutes on each one of these questions, but you, oh, sure. you have five seconds with no explanation. Okay. So you know, the rules, okay. right? Yep. Awesome. Like, let's level up. So Krista, you see me walking down the street in my doldrums, not really feeling it. What book are you handing me? Lord of the Rings. Love it. Really? I love that. No one's ever said it, but I get it because I've read it. So many lessons. Yes. Share one so of your, and I everything. And it's so yogic. Right. Share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I brush my teeth every morning. <laughs> yes. Nicknames growing up. Oh, wow. Uh-oh. I didn't have one. Okay. Yeah. I I literally said, no, I'm sorry. I didn't have one. I can't answer that one. (laughs) Chess or checkers? Chess. Chess. Okay. New Year's resolution in 2021. Last year, not get COVID. (laughs) Love it. Did you you do okay with that? Not to my knowledge. Okay, good. Good, good. I'm I'm medically vulnerable, so I'm trying really hard. Love it. What song blew your mind other than tub thumping? I'm a really big Michael Franti song, song aficionado. So, so not necessarily one, but he has so many. Check out his catalog. Love it. Most commonly used emoji when you text. The smiley face with the heart eyes. Love it. And don't lie to me on this one. If you could stay one age physically for the rest of your life, keep the knowledge you've garnered, continue to gain wisdom. What age physically would you stay? Oh, I'd go back to 25. There you I go. I rocked it then. Yeah. I'm good. I'm good. I'm 28 to 32. I don't have the creeps to crash. I, I, like you said, very I important. It. I keep the knowledge I have now. I'm not giving that up. <laughs> love it. Love it. Love it. Best compliment you ever received. Oh, that you're fun. I love that. Thank you. And so, Krista, how can we find you? The easiest way is my website, which is my name, Krista, C-H-R-I-S-T-A, and Fairbrother is just like it sounds, F as in Frank, A-I-R-Brother.com. Love it. Love it. And is there anything we want to offer the squad right now of listeners? I have a bunch of free aqua yoga videos that you can watch for free. So if you, we're in Florida, you know, and so it's January, I recognize it might be a little yeah, easier for us, tougher. but right. if you yeah. have access to an indoor pool up north, Watch the videos, take notes, take your little notes to the pool. Don't, don't make that be the barrier. Don't make tech be the barrier. Just take the information to the pool. And squad, you got to go to this website, KristaFairbrother.com, which will be in the show notes. And she's actually looks like she's doing Savasana here on water noodles. And yeah. that's just awesome. I never even really thought of that. Uh, and that's something I'm going to try, you know, that, that that's fantastic. And do me one last salad, Krista. Leave us with one last knowledge nugget you want us to take with us, internalize, and take action on. That wisdom is gained from being a good listener, not talking all the time. Yes. Yeah, like, we have talked for half an hour. <laughs> no, no, it, it's, it, you know what, and 
It's that, very that's podcast. so true. People God, are going to listen to this. So, yeah, and yeah. God or your creator gave you one mouth and two ears for a reason. It's cliche, I but it's true. That. And yes. we like to practice listening with our neck. You know, the people that I train, that train under coaching with me, and the people I talk to, like you're really listening and you're using all your senses. And I love that. And, and squad, we had a awesome masterclass with my awesome sauce friend, Christopher brother from Christopher brother yoga. And she's opened up my eyes and want me to just run out really and try aqua yoga. Cause I know it's going to have so many benefits for me. You know, she was a farrier, you know, the people that put the shoes on the horses and her back and, and body was just getting wrecked. And she found yoga and it helped her level up. And she moved into the aqua part, which you squad, you know me, I'm all about sound healing and water healing. Like I'm literally getting done here and jumping in the ocean just because of the healing elements that I have, um, that, that the ocean gives me. And that's what Krista kind of pulls together with yoga asanas or poses to help heal you. You know, she want you to ask if you're going to hire Krista or hire another yoga instructor, you know, tell, ask, tell me how yoga matters in everyday life, how it can spill over how the asanas or the poses are relevant to things you might be doing during your day and how it's going to really help you level up. You know, she wants you to have confidence and be an advocate for yourself. You know, there's no shame in your game. Everybody has a gift, bring it, cut negative beliefs, give your if you will, that's okay. but you know, as I say that I, you can't be hundred percent positive all the time, hundred percent positivity does not work all the time, but what does is hundred percent negativity. Okay. So stay neutral, understand the negative, but work to progress, level up and move forward. And the best way you could do that with your body is let me introduce yourself, you to somebody like Krista, you know, her life well lived is someone that's being brave, that really conquers their fears. Like we say, face everything and respond or face everything and rise fear. We know that fear is a physical emotion, that things can be conquered just with how you're standing, how you're breathing. And guess what squad yoga will help you with that. So she's fantastic listener. She listens with all her senses. She asks the most powerful questions. She'll get you that level. She levels up her health. She levels up her wealth. She's now a really good friend of mine. She's an advocate for her awesome life. She's beautiful, humble, yet hungry. Thank you so much, Christopher, for coming on. I love your guts so much. Thank you. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. Yay! Can't wait to talk soon. See ya. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you're a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.